podcast and today we have an amazing intelligent beautiful uh woman that i would like you to meet she is a teacher a coach a song and songwriter and an author as well and we would like to talk about her upcoming workshop coming up uh her name is michelle merrick and she's here all the way from norway thank you so much for being here it's great to be here, and um, it's uh, I'm I'm in Norway. I'm sitting in Norway today. I live here, but I'm actually from Canada. I'm from the east coast of Canada, so that's why I don't have a Norwegian accent. <laughs> actually, my accent probably sounds a little more Irish than it sounds uh, Norwegian for sure. Um, but that's because the area of Newfoundland where I was uh, born and raised was primarily settled by the Irish back hundreds of years ago when they came to this to that part of the world for fishing, actually. Oh, yeah. Aww, that's awesome. How long have you been in Norway, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, gosh. Uh, we've been here now five years, and we were in India for three years before that. I had three years in Saudi Arabia. I had a year in South Korea. I've been moving around a little in the last decade or so. That's amazing. That is really wonderful. Uh, I've done a little traveling, uh, mostly around Europe and South America, so I can understand the love for travel. Um, So we're here today to talk about... uh, how art has helped you heal with trauma as well and uh, I would like to ask you a little bit about how art was introduced into your life and your life and your love for art sure Um, I guess I've I've always identified as a singer and musician and, and songwriter as well for Oh, the best part of three decades, I guess. You know, I started writing songs in my 20s and in my 50s now. And um, I I actually really didn't dabble in any other kind of art form, to be honest, except except music. It seemed to, that was, you know, I kind of took that on. That was my thing, I guess. And um, back only a couple of years ago, I, uh, I picked up the paintbrushes and... What kind of transpired, um, oh, I might say cracked me open, (laughs) is one way of putting it. Um, I found a pathway or a vehicle or a means, I guess, of really helping uh, myself sort through my own past experiences. And I have had a lot of adversity in my my younger life which led me to make some not so wise choices in my young adult life Uh, but really what came to the surface was how all of that trauma had compiled and compiled and compiled to become its own I guess as Eckhart Tolle says its own pain body you know and what happens in everyday life once you live with this pain body for so long it really does influence your your decisions it influences the way that you behave it actually really influences your thoughts your feelings which everything comes from the thought to begin with anyway you know and 
painting gave me a new vehicle, a new way of looking at my past experiences because I did something really unusual. I painted my songs. I, uh, I took my songs, my original songs, a selection of them, and decided to actually represent them visually, you know? And um, that, that whole process, just for me, uh, really brought a lot of resolution. It brought a lot of um, different way. It just opened up a different door, a different way for me to look at my past experiences than I had before in the past. Now, I had written songs about them, of course. I had written songs about the things that have you know, happened to me in my life, the things that I've experienced, the things that I have been feeling, you know, for 30 years, <laughs> some things, you know, and, um, but looking from a 55-year-old set of eyes at that young 25-year-old, you know, or that 35-year-old woman who, who wrote that song, and so much has happened, and, and it was that journey between who I was back then who I am now that helped me open a different window to view my experiences from. And it's through that window that I really came to terms with taking responsibility for my own thoughts, which meant taking responsibility for my own feelings. Also, and this was the big pill to swallow, taking responsibility for my own actions. I lived in victimhood for a very, very long time, you know, because I, I, I believed that that's where, that was my lot in life. You know, I figured this is it. This is what I, the hand I've been dealt, you know. I didn't understand that I actually had options of thinking something different. And it was going through this process of, of creating the art, the, the paintings, that it helped me see something different about myself. You know, not only did it help me to express, but it, it really put me in touch with, with what I'm made of, you know, how all that has shaped me. And it, in a sense, forced me to look for the lessons inside of it. And I took that step even further when I wrote a book about it all. Um, my book here, I'll just hold it up. <laughs> it's called Stepping Stones. And the subtitle is From Self-Doubt to Self-Belief, Finding Meaning and Purpose for Your Life. And it is about my artistic journey of actually, you know, going into my past experiences, using art, using storytelling to frame it differently, to look at it differently, to see myself differently, to forgive myself, you know, to bring some self-acceptance to the table, you know, and, and, and a whole lot of responsibility. And I mean, Catherine, to get to that place, I really, really had to be very vulnerable. It was not an easy process, right? Going down that road was not easy, but what waited for me at the other end of that. Oh my gosh. It's truly a whole new life. It's truly the burden has been lifted, you know? And which is now why I want to use my life, use my experiences, you know, to, to help other people. Because look, when you go through stuff, okay, 
and everyone that's listening here has gone through stuff. I don't care who you are, where you are, you've gone through something in your life, right? When you go through stuff, it's painful. You suffer, you know, to get to the other side of that. And and for me, what I what I truly, truly believe is that I want to make that count. I want. I it, it costs me so much pain to go through it. I want to make that count. I want to make it mean something, you know. And and I have to. Like I I don't have a choice in the matter. That if I want to live my best life, you know, truly me, authentically me, you know, not burdened down by any of that stuff anymore. That's how I have to do it. That's that's where I have to go, right? And that's the journey that I'm on. Absolutely! Wow, that is amazing, and I can vouch for that because Pink Cloud Nine is a term that we use in recovery for uh, addiction, but also it can go on into mental health recovery, which I'm very much about. And it, Pink Cloud Nine is basically saying, you know, you're high, but naturally, naturally high. off life. No substances needed. So I've been in recovery for mental health and addiction for three years. Yeah. Thank you so much. And so in that time, I have seen how I also lived in victimhood, sure, for a while. And yes, our thoughts shape our actions. And um, art has been very important to me as well. I have a lot of childlike art behind me as you can see I just have that like I just like the colors and the abstract um so I you know I feel like you know we can understand how art can be so therapeutic um I don't don't have I and we'll talk about that in a minute but I don't have too much um uh, I lo- I like art, but I have so many hobbies. Like I candle make, I do origami, I do henna tattoos, I knit. Mm-hmm. Not very good, not very good. But you know, and, and art is just. I think life is just one big piece of art, but art has been well, so I mean, big in my life. That is the truth. Like art, art is many things. Like I, you know, I like making gourmet meals there's a, that's an art form you know i like gardening that's an art form you're given a blank slate you're given a piece of land you have to decide how you're going to divide it up what vegetables you know the tall ones got to go in the back you know you, you have to design it that's art so like really what we're talking about instead of like the term art gets a, you know tagged onto paintings mostly you know or, or some sort of visual art but Really what we're talking about is, is tapping into your creative source and what that can do for you, right? And I mean, for you, it could be your, you know, um, knitting. I love to knit in the winter at time. I love it. I mean, I just, I, it just, it calms my mind. It, I go into a different space. It just, it's almost like meditation for me, right? And that's the thing, like when you can find something that slows down 
the wheels in here, the hamster wheels, you know, that we're all on, or just turns the volume down and lets you go inward. That's where our answers are. All of our answers are inside of us. Oh my gosh, it took me so long to realize that. All the answers are in here. You know, I used to hear people saying that and I go, yeah, get yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> no, I got to deal with this, 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 right? I, you know, I, that's what I'm dealing with inside. But I was in survival mode. I wasn't connected. I just wasn't connected with who I am as a person. And any sort of like creative source can bring you there. It can bring you to that connection, bring you to that inner wisdom that we all have. You know, we just stopped listening to it. You know, think about, you said you have children. I, I don't have children, but I've worked with children for a long time. And I've, of course, had a lot of children around me, you know, as a, as a, with my friends and things like that. But you watch a child, any child, any toddler, they're only doing what they like. They, they're not having anything else. That's it. They're only going to go towards what they feel they're going to enjoy. We forget about that, right? We forget about that innate source, that innate knowing inside of us. We get socialized, right? We enter school. We learn the difference between right and wrong. We understand that, you know, to do this thing, we're going to get rewarded. To do that thing, we're going to get punished. Then we start taking on judgment. We become hypersensitive to judgment. We start judging ourselves, you know, so much so that we forget that we're doing it. We get, we become pros at it. You know, we, we, we talk so negatively to ourselves. We judge and compare ourselves against everything. And the reason that we do, we start this internal dialogue, I truly believe, is that we, we practice. We're practicing in case we ever get faced with judgment in real life. We're practicing how to deal with it. We're practicing how to handle it. But then there a, comes a point where, where that takes over. It, it, it becomes automatic into the unconscious mind, you know, as a part of our being. And it just is it's always revving up in there, revving up, revving up, revving up. That's why awareness is so important. Yeah. You know, bringing awareness to the table. What, what is down here? What is down here in this lower mind? mind? I call it the lower mind. Mm -hmm. We have a lower mind, we have a higher mind, you know? And, and the channel between those two, that's your intuition. That's your inner guidance system, right? That's it, you know? That's, that's what's there. That's what we can we access it. We access the higher mind through that channel. That is amazing, and I love the way you put it, and it's so uh, visual, I can understand it, you know, um, sometimes it's hard to put it into words, and I appreciate you saying that, and, uh, you know, really making it visual for, for us. So, the workshop coming up, tell us yeah. a little bit about that, please, I want to learn more. Sure. Um, you know when you have an aha moment, right? We all have them from time to time. Uh, something will hit you out of the blue and you're going like, yeah, damn, that's so spot on. Or that's, you know, that is, yeah, I get it. I get it, right? And then what happens? You go back to 
you know, driving to work or getting your kids ready for school or whatever, whatever, whatever. And, you know, you forget about that moment of conversation with your inner self is what it is. It's your, your inner wisdom saying, I connect with that. I get it, right? That's the inner wisdom that's that's like coming up to the surface and then it just goes away because life gets busy, right? We just get busy. We don't do anything to to incorporate it into to make it part of our awareness, part of our daily awareness, our lives. We need to bring it into the fabric of who we are, you know? that inner wisdom that spoke to us in that flash aha moment. So what I've done, I've developed a workshop that helps people um, through art, through making art, to embody their own awareness. I call it warrior wisdoms because listen, we're warriors. That's it. You know, we are on, on the other side of this. We are, you know, we're not, we're not victims anymore. Right, we're standing strong in our warrior boots, right? Fighting for me, right? And and I I I like people to actually get tangible. Listen, this is the teacher part of me, right? You know, I, I've created a curriculum, you know, as a teacher, and and this is what I do with my programming. I I'm I'm bringing that that teaching part to the create and the creative part kind of together, right? With the intuitive part of who I am and the lessons and everything that I've learned and my coaching background now, right? My coaching certification, I should say. So all of that kind of comes together in a package for, for me because it's all, of course, it's all inside of me, you know, and I try to put it out to people in a way that makes sense, you know? It's, it's not just something you're reading in a book, right? It's not just something that's that's going to, you're going to forget about it tomorrow. You know, we, we, it just takes such a small amount of time to, to bring that awareness home, right? To bring it into your fabric. And that's what this is about now. Yeah. Amazing. Tell us the uh, date and how we can get a hold of uh, sure. It's uh, it's going. I'm going to hold it on August 15th. It's a Saturday, so hopefully it doesn't affect people's uh, working schedules. And depending on the time zones of wherever people are listening from, uh, if the time zone, if there's enough people register and there's enough people in your time zone, I'm probably going to adjust, right, and probably run it a couple of times to try to accommodate people so they're not at you know, stupid crazy hours uh, trying to, to do a 45 minute workshop but uh, I'm hoping to do it um, Central European time which is going to be at uh, 2.30 in the afternoon which Eastern time I think that's like 9 o'clock in the morning so what time zone are you in again? Right. So I'm in the central time zone, and it's the almost 8 in the morning. And for you right now, it's in the evening, yeah. afternoon, evening. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is, it's, you know. But I mean, it depends. Like the people, this is why people have to register. If I have a lot of people that are registering from central or around central time zone, as compared to, say, Europe, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to accommodate everybody. I'll run it twice, you know. So in order to register, people will have to go to my website, Michelle Myrick, M Y R I C K 
just like two the two words put together myrick.com forward slash art that's pretty easy to remember perfect perfect and your book uh, it's on your website as well yeah michellemyrick.com now it is on Amazon too but uh, you know Amazon are a little bit wealthier than I am so <laughs> I can post it out to you just as easy as Amazon can is what I'm saying um, so yeah um, you know sure I can mail that out to people from from uh, my uh, my own services absolutely and what about your uh, songs and same thing the cd is available there as is my paintings and stuff like that too and uh i offer digital as well i offer digital uh, copies of the book as well as digital copies of my cd because what i did when i wrote the book uh i also recorded those songs right that i had made paintings for so it's kind of a yeah kind of a full package deal there and um yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. But here's what happens. This is what happens. When you, when you align with your purpose, and I think for a lot of us, we find our purpose in our pain. That's who we are. That's what we're made of. That's, that's you know, that's what we know so well. And, and you find a, a purpose, a meaning in there for your life, right? That you can help others with, like what you're doing, Catherine, with this podcast. You know, what I'm doing with my programs and services and the arts and everything else, my book, whatever comes out of me next, you know? But, uh, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I made up my mind that I didn't want to die a victim, right? That I didn't want to give up. Know, that I that I want to make this mean something, right? That I went through all of that for a reason, and this is it. You know, this is it for me. Absolutely. In recovery, we have learned that my pain can be your joy. Yeah. So my like, just like somebody else's pain from 20 years ago, or 10 years ago, or five years ago is helping me today not go through that same pain. It's the same way as the pain that I went through. It's going to help somebody not go through the pain that they could if they yeah. uh, kept going the path that they may be going or whatnot. But yeah, it's it's really about service to others for and me. It, mm-hmm. And you know, I had, when I started this process a few years ago and started, started like, you know, sharing it in, in, to audiences, actually, um, it was not easy. <laughs> it was probably the most difficult thing I've ever done is being that vulnerable. But, and I did have naysayers say to me at the beginning, you know, like, oh God, why are you putting yourself through that, Michelle? Why, why are you, you know, reliving it? I'm not, I'm not reliving it. I'm healing it. And this is how I do it. And I truly believe that sharing is caring sharing when we share it gives words to other people that have the feeling but don't know how to express it and just by somebody you me somebody else you know sharing our experiences it can help them see 
the light for their own lives, right? It can help them to understand that there can be something different. It can help them not feel alone in the journey, to not be the the oddball or the strange one or the one that can't cope or the what you know. It just you know we're all on a on a journey, all of us, right? And uh, there's no perfection, and there's no. Uh, perfect formula no perfect person no perfect journey so it's all about bumpiness and <laughs> up and down and trial and error and pain and joy and it's just a whole mix of uh, everything and that's life and it's beautiful so we've talked about where to get a hold of you how to get a hold of you and your book and your songs and the workshop and all of these things is there anything else that you would like to share with the viewers listeners as well uh before we wrap up um just that if you're in a bad place right now if someone's watching this and they're in a bad place right now i want them to know that they have a choice that there's power inside that choice it's not going to be easy maybe to make changes but there is so much power in the decision in the decision of wanting something more for your life you know which is actually by the way the title of my next book <laughs> um, i'm i'm writing about this feeling that we have you know of wanting more and when you reach a certain point in your life when you're fed up with what it is like you know you're fed up with feeling the way that you've been feeling and you absolutely know in your heart and soul that there's something more right and you don't know what that is maybe you don't know how to get it that's what i help people with that's my be the lighthouse program that's where i help them turn on their own light where i help them go inside intuitively find out what is their purpose what is that passion what is that thing that turns them on so that it can beam out into the world right and uh, i'm actually taking wait lists for the next offering of be the lighthouse right now that's also on my website if anyone's interested um but you know it it it's i want people to understand that no matter where you are you have a choice you actually it's it's the biggest it's your superpower it is your superpower is being able to choose right Absolutely. I agree with that very much. And even if uh we are uh affect we're all affected by the covid and having to be uh indoors mostly. Um I believe that uh you know like you said choice and also uh we have the freedom to um guide our thoughts. So for example, even if I was sitting in a prison cell, yeah, for example, it would still be my choice of where my mind is going to go because you can maybe arrest my body but you cannot arrest my mind exactly thoughts and so um i really appreciate uh, everything that you are and that you stand for and that you're doing and um thank you so much uh, we need more of this healing in the world for sure thank you for having me here catherine i really appreciate it
Thank you, and I would like to uh, keep in touch, and um, because I do want to uh, check out that workshop as well, yeah. and um, I want to be able to uh, get deeper. Because I mean, I've I've, I've come to like a, a, I mean, I'm a spiritual person, or at least I have a thing what I think is a spiritual connection. Um, because, like you said, there has to be something else. Um, it, it's not just like what I see or what's out, out here. Right. It's in here, it's in here, it's between heart and mind. Yeah. And so, so, you know, uh, but I want to have a more more intense spiritual experience. Like those are my, yeah. those are my pink clouds. And you know what happens to, to get to that place? Like most of us are either given a map you know, for life, or we design one ourselves that says, okay, you gotta get the education, you gotta, you know, get the good job, then, you know, you get a good partner, then you get a house, and then you might have some kids, and blah, 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 blah. These are all landmarks, right, of what's supposed to make up a good life, right? But here's what happened happens to a lot of people is that, yeah, you get the education, you get the job, you get the partner, you get the house. But you're still at some point and, and it's like, there has to be something more. There has to be something more to this. And you know what that more is? It's connecting with what I call your soul's compass. It's being guided by that, like that kid, when you were a little kid at three or four years old, you went towards what you liked. You know, it was about finding that soul compass inside of us and letting that be our guide. You know, that that's what made, we went where happiness felt as children. There's no reason we can't go back to that as an adult and find our, our direction, our purpose, the thing that brings us joy, happiness, fulfillment. It comes from there. It comes from your soul's compass, not a, not a map. It's not you know. That's not how the way to live life. From right? inside out, from the inside out versus the outside in. It's nothing out here that's going to bring me true joy or bliss or happiness. It's what's inside already inside me and yeah. you and her and him. Like you said earlier, it's inside. It's all inside. Uh, all of these choices, all of these freedoms, all of these thoughts. Um, it's all in here already, and so um, be, tapping into that is uh, important, and it's also what you help people do. Yeah, and I mean, I'd, I'd love for your listeners to come and uh, participate in that workshop. I mean, you know, it's it's 45 minutes. There will be a replay as well. I should have mentioned that as well, uh, but you know, you'll have access to that, but it's, it's about hanging on to this, because we do, we do have these moments of awareness, but we just, like, life comes, steps in, and, you know, the noise comes up again, right, uh, in the brain, the noise of life, and um, this is one way, one very simple, small way of living a little differently. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. You've been such a, a pleasure, such a joy uh, to have you, Michelle Myrick. Um, I have an accent, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. but, uh, a, lot people, a lot of people get my last name wrong. Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, I have the same thing. My mine is so long and and, and, and it's intimidating. But like, you have to tell me how to say your last name. I'm like, you know, just call me Pink Cloud. You know, it's easier. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Um, let's have our listeners come and check your website out. And uh, you have uh, too many gifts not to share with the world. So thank Very you. Very kind. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for your words of wisdom. And we will talk soon. Thanks. Thank you.